Robin Hood and Maid Marian. Hello, this is Natasha, and this is the story of how the most famous robber who ever lived met his match. And his match was a young woman called Maid Marian. More than eight hundred years ago, a coach and horses was passing through Sherwood Forest. The passengers inside the carriage were a rich and important family, and they were guarded by four soldiers riding on horseback, two out in front and two behind. Even so, when they came to the part of the forest known as Greenwood, the father became very nervous. Because he knew it was thick with thieves and bandits, his wife noticed that his finger was tapping on his knee, and she put her hand on top of his to calm his nerves. His beautiful daughter, whose name was Marian, closed her eyes and managed to fall asleep to the rocking of the carriage. If the bandits attack, thought the father, I will give up my gold. But I only pray that they do not touch a hair on the head of my dear Marian. And then what he feared happened. At first, the family did not even realize that they were being attacked. The robbers jumped down from the trees above and pulled the soldiers off their horses and onto the ground. It was all so skillfully planned that the guards were overpowered in less than a minute. The coach driver tried to whip up the horses to make them fly forward, but it was useless. For a tree lay across the road, and he had to pull them up with a sharp jolt. They were caught in a trap. The father expected to hear the age-old cry of the highwayman, "Stand and deliver," which meant that they were to get out of their carriage and hand over their valuables. But instead. There was a polite tap on the door of the carriage, and a voice said, "Dear sir, be so kind as to step outside." Ah,、oh, they mock me," the father said to his wife. As his foot sat down on the road, he noticed that his knee was wobbling. He found himself facing a young man dressed in green. Behind him stood six men, dressed in the same colour and armed with swords and long bows. Here," said the father, "take this purse of gold. Only I beg you, do not touch my wife or daughter. I swear by Saint Mary and all that is sacred that they have no jewels or valuables on their persons. In fact." This was not true. His wife, at that moment, was busy stuffing the jewels down the front of her dress. Good gracious," said the leader of the bandits. "What do you take me for? I would do no harm to a lady." At that moment, Maid Marian jumped down out of the carriage. "What are you doing?" cried the father. Dear, this instant. But Maid Marian was a high-spirited young lady with a fiery temper. She went up to the bandit leader 
and slapped him around the face. Take that, you coward, she said. Give me a sword and I'll show you how to fight. The father was horrified, for he had no idea that his daughter practised fencing with her brothers and was more skilled with a sword than any of them. She was no mean shot with a long bow and arrow too, but he had no inkling of that either. The robber touched the side of his face where she had swiped him. I would that that were a kiss, he said. But your hand stings sweetly all the same. Now, my beautiful Amazon, spare your temper. In return for the gold your father has just given me, and for which I am truly grateful, my men shall ride behind your carriage to the edge of the forest and ensure that no criminals attack you. For I am sorry to say that this forest is full of the worst sort of people. Maid Marian slapped him again around the face and then got back into the carriage with hot tears in her eyes. But the bandits were true to their word and gave the family their protection to the edge of the forest. Before they parted, the leader of the robbers once more tapped on the door of the carriage. He wished his victims a safe journey to their home. And, my lady, he said to Maid Marian, I so desire to have the pleasure of setting eyes on you once again. Pray, do tell me your name. At first she did not want to reply, but then she said softly, Marian. And the robber said, Well, dear Marion, this evening in Greenwood you have won the heart of Robin Hood. And with that he jumped on his horse and sped away. The cheek of it! The cheek of it! said the mother. But the father was almost relieved. But the father was almost relieved for often bandits did far more harm to travellers than they had received. Two months went past, and Marion's father and mother decided that it was time for her to wed. They began talks with a rich lord, whose eldest son was good-looking, but extremely arrogant. When they told Marion that she must marry him, she was furious. Do not I have any say in the matter? She said. My dear, said her father, you are young and do not know what is best for you. But Marion's character was not the sort that could be forced to do anything unless she wanted it herself. And so she resolved to run away. She knew that many of the local boys from poor families had gone to Sherwood Forest and become outlaws. Some were robbers, but others lived by hunting the king's deer, which was against the law. She cut her own hair, dressed herself as a page boy, armed herself with a sword and long bow, and rode off on the fastest horse in her father's stable. Nobody knew better than her that it was dangerous to ride through the forest especially alone. But she did not care 
because she was so angry at the thought of marrying a man that she did not love or even like. If I meet the robbers, I shall fight them, she said to herself. And if they kill me, my life will be little lost to me, for I am so unhappy in my heart. She rode deep into the woods. Eventually she found a little clearing in which there stood an old log cabin. It was half fallen down, but she thought she would mend it and live there. She would survive by hunting and fishing. As she was hungry, she sat down to eat the bread and cheese that she had brought with her. While she was doing this, she heard footsteps and she jumped to her feet, her sword in hand. A man appeared, dressed in green, and she recognised him right away as Robin Hood, who had attacked her family. Hold back, she called out, pointing her sword at him. For if you try and rob me, it will cost you your life. Robin was interested to find this spirited lad with no sign of any bristle on his chin. Young boy, he said, put down your sword, for I mean you no harm. I am just an innocent forester, and I came here to mend my cabin. No, you're not, said Maid Marian. You're Robin Hood, the notorious outlaw. Take one step closer and I'll run you through. For in truth, what had made Marian so angry was that he had not recognised her. So much of his sweet words about winning his heart, she said to herself. It was all meaningless hot air. I'll show him. Seeing the sword pointing dangerously towards him, Robin drew his own sword, meaning to use it to push Marion's aside. But she saw what was happening and thrust forward. He only just managed to deflect her sword from cutting his ear. And then they fought. They clashed. They thrust. They parried. They twirled. Marion drew blood from Robin's cheek, and that inflamed his anger. Then he fought back with all his strength. But she was nimble-footed and skilled. Even so, she took a cut above her eye. Now she was blinded by her own blood and she was cutting wildly about her with her sword. Robin managed to get behind her and wrestle her to the ground. Gently, gently, he was saying. Calm yourself now. Time to stop fighting and be friends. I could use a boy like you in the band of my followers. He allowed Marion to turn round, and now he was looking into her face. You faithless man, she said. You do not know me. But he did, and he kissed her on the lips. And that's the story of how Maid Marian came to join Robin Hood and his men in Sherwood Forest. For now, from me, Natasha, bye-bye!